In the Lab, a Texans podcast that takes a different look at things. Drew Doherty and John Harris have their lab coats and goggles on and the Bunsen burners burning. Here's Drew. In the Lab is now. I'm Drew and that's John. John, how are you, buddy? I'm okay. How you doing, Drew? I'm good, man. Best of luck to Bill O'Brien and his family. Much has been said about his tenure before. Much has been said about the state of the team before. You and I today, very, very simple. We're going ahead. And where does this offense, where does this team go from here? I was struck this morning. It's Tuesday morning as we're shooting this. I was struck this morning by a tweet from Quincy Avery. He's a guy I follow on Twitter. He's a good follower Mm -hmm. on Twitter. He is a guy who coaches, amongst many others, Deshaun Watson in the offseason, always drilling him on fundamentals, drilling him on quarterback work. Quincy's a very, very bright, bright mind in that regard. Travels around the world with Deshaun Watson when he's doing his traveling, and Mm -hmm. they still get that work in, so Deshaun's never getting rusty. But Quincy said, basically, I'm really interested to see, and I'm, I'm optimistic about what the Texans offense will do the rest of the way with Tim Kelly still calling the plays. And that got me thinking, that is an interesting thought. I could yeah. see that, you know, is Tim just going to like break off the shackles and let it rip and call things the way he wants to call them? Because there was, you know, there were those rumors in the past about coming in the, the, the late hour by Bill O'Brien mm-hmm. and changing things that the game plan had been uh, put in place and changing that. I wonder how, how this changes this offense, and I wonder if there's a little bit more carefree attitude and a little bit more looseness that we haven't seen in quite some time. What was your thought when you saw that uh, tweet, and what do you think moving forward? This is a very broad, open-ended question, and we're yeah. going to ramble about this, but what do you think, man? What, what does the offense hold now, now that O'Brien is gone? Uh, yeah, I'm curious about the whole thing. Uh, I'm curious to see, and it's going to start on Sunday against the Jacksonville Jaguars, but – I would feel like, uh, and I said this on radio, that you know, when, a new, when a new coach comes in, a new coach typically brings in, if not all of his staff, the majority of his staff. And for that reason, these coaches have got to be thinking, hey, man, this might be my last go-round as a particular type of coach, as a coach of the Texans, as a coordinator. So let it fly. Yeah. What do they have to lose? In all honesty, I mean, what do you have to lose at this particular moment? Because more than likely, down the road, that job probably isn't going to be there because there's going to be a new head coach coming in that is going to say what he wants with his staff as he moves forward. So from that perspective, if you're Tim, you let it fly. You call it what you want. Now, maybe everything that uh, Bill O'Brien ran or liked in his offense, maybe Tim likes it. But maybe there's just a different way they go about it. Maybe, like you said, maybe the shackles are off and he can be free to call the game how he wants. Maybe he can be free to run up tempo when he wants. Maybe he can be free uh, to, to teach different things to Deshaun when he wants. It, that's all the kind of, those are all the kind of things that Tim has, has to go through and figure out right now. But you know what? What do you got to lose? Over these next 12 games, let it fly. You just said it, you know, he and Deshaun. That's been a very good relationship. We've heard from both sides over the years. Yeah. You, know, you can tell yeah. when Deshaun talks about it, it's a very genuine you know, he likes what, what Kelly does. And you could, yeah. you could sense frustration last year. You could sense frustration two years ago at times when, you know, they get things implemented, they get things going, and then things would change. And it just, yeah. wouldn't, it just wouldn't go the way Deshaun thought it was going to go. I think that's a very important thing. They're in it together, Deshaun and, and Kelly, because the other big, 
you know, third part of that triangle is now gone. And yeah. those guys are very, very tight. I also am interested what sort of input John Perry has on everything here in this yep. offense too. Well, here's the thing. Last year, just go back to last year, Deshaun had quarterbacks coach Carl Smith. He had offense coordinator Tim Kelly. He had head coach and play caller Bill O'Brien. He had all those people basically, as my, my wife would say, in his mess. Um, he's all up in his mess. This year, it was Tim. Then it was Tim and Bill. Now it's Tim. It's just Tim. It's just Tim. There's nobody else that Deshaun has next to him. He sits with Tim. They talk about what they want to run, and they go and they run it. And away you go. So let's see what happens. Look, the development of Deshaun Watson is going to be extremely important um, for Tim Kelly's future prospects, whether that's here with the Texans or uh, with another opportunity in the league or in college or wherever he wants to go. The development of Deshaun over these next 12 games is going to be massive. What Tim's able to do with him is going to be huge for his career. It's huge for Deshaun's career. Um, the new coach that comes in may look at it and go, man, he got a lot out of Deshaun those last 12 weeks. I'd like to keep him around. So there's a lot that goes with these next 12 games, these next 13 weeks, and hoping that the Texans' uh, offense in particular – uh, Tim, John Perry, um, Will Long is tight ends coach, Mike Devlin, the offensive line coach, that uh, Danny Barrett, running backs, that they can come together and Tim can lead them and get that offense to start producing the way that we think it can. And maybe it's as simple as we need to do more NASCAR up-tempo offense. Maybe it's we need to be empty at all times. So Deshaun is back there by himself with four wide receivers and David Johnson out wide. I don't know what that decision is going to look like, I'm curious as to what happens on Sunday, no doubt about it. I think if I, were, if I were Tim, I think the one thing that I would make sure that I did was the first three plays of the game are going to get me 10 yards and a first down no matter what. No matter what. I don't care what three plays I have to call, but I call three plays that get a first down. That's it. Get a first down because this team has not gotten – a first down to start the game, and I don't know how long. So start the game off with the first down. Just do that. Just do that and settle in and go, okay, got the first down. Maybe you go for 85 yards in the first play or 75 yards in the first play. I don't care, whatever. Get a first down at a minimum and then rock and roll from there. And once you get the first down, maybe you go up-tempo at that point, maybe not. But there's no sense in holding back. If you're holding anything back at all, let it fly now. Yeah. Absolutely let it fly now. Because you got to figure Bill O'Brien's going to be a head coach again somewhere. Yep. And if all else fails for, for Kelly, you know, he has a good relationship with O'Brien, so he can go work with him if necessary. Maybe he doesn't want to. I'm just saying that's still an option, sure. you think, oh, yeah. in theory. Yeah. And I think Tim's going to have options. There's no doubt. He's a good yeah. coach. Uh, he is good with people. He's got a really good rapport. Um, but these next 12 weeks will be a referendum for the league, college football, uh, Bill, uh, the next coach here, um, will be a referendum on what they see with him as a play caller in the NFL and see whether that's going to work. I think Tim's going to be a great coach wherever he goes and whatever he chooses to do. And look, maybe it doesn't turn out great. Maybe it, doesn't, maybe it turns out you know, Tim's not that guy, you know, but this is a learning lesson for Tim and he can go off elsewhere and he can learn to do it at a, a different place, maybe in college, maybe in the NFL, who knows. But it's definitely a learning experience uh, being his first time to call plays. So let's see what he's got. And uh, we'll move on from there. 
Yeah, and moving on to the next opponent, it's the Jacksonville Jaguars. Interesting for a variety of reasons. You know, since the start of the 2011 season, this has been a series of sweeps. Yeah. One team has won both games every season. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Texans have won, won every game every season against them, aside from 13 and 17 when the yep. Jags swept them in those two years. Yep. But otherwise, Texans have swept them. 15 of the last 19 games even have been Texans wins. And they're 23 and 13 overall in the series with the Jaguars. They've won the last four. Uh, They beat them in London last time they played, 26-3. Maybe their most complete game of last year. Um, It was a really impressive game. So, yeah, this is a team that's coming to town one and three. They're just a game above you. Uh, They did beat the Colts to start the season off. That was a good win. Can't, you yep. can't poo-poo that. Nope. It was week one. But this is a team – and you and I texted back and forth a few nights ago. We saw that the Texans are six-and-a-half-point favorites, I think, uh, according to Vegas. I don't know yeah. if that line has moved. You and I aren't gamblers, but, you know, we know people who are. Yeah. And we saw oh, that yeah. tweet. I was a little surprised that the Texans were that big a favorite based on how the Texans had played so far. And not to speak for you, but I think you were feeling the same way. Yeah, there's – Sometimes with Vegas, you just never know. Like sometimes I would look at Vegas and go, "Why are we fourteen point dogs in this game? How how did that happen?" Um, but you know, I do feel like in this game, this is this is the advice. If I was asked, "Hey, what's your advice for the Texans?" Here's my advice. My advice is, yes, we all want to win the game, no doubt. But go play football with some joy. Go play football. Like, it's not only your occupation, but it is something that you love to do on Sundays. Do things right. Have fun. Have some hop in your step. You know what? If uh, I don't always love all the celebrations, but you know what? This week, celebrate sacks and celebrate catches and celebrate with one another. Celebrate with dances. Celebrate with rock. I, I don't care. Whatever gives you joy in that football field, go find it. Yeah. And then make the most of it. Because and, I, and I'm saying that for the coaches, too. Because when we all started playing football, the thought was, we like, what, do we, what do we like about it? We like the camaraderie of our teammates. We like the physical aspect of it. We like catching touchdowns. There's something that we liked about the game of football. So on Sunday, go find that. If you're a receiver, you probably like go catching touchdowns. Go catch a touchdown. You know, go catch the ball. Go make a play. Um, help each other out. High-five each other. Be a team. Be a connected um, be a connected team, be positive about what you're doing and just let it fly. And I think if they can do that, the result will be what it is. That's, it's funny because Drew, the one thing I, 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 I made this, I made a mistake. I felt like back when I was coaching, I remember, I remember I talked to my team about winning a particular game. And I remember after the game, we ended up losing the game. And I remember thinking about, you know what? I made too much about the winning, the win. And I said, from that point on, I would never talk about winning the game. Never. I never talked to my team about winning the game. I always talked about doing the things that we need to do in a game. You know what those things are. And if you've done those things, then the result will be something you can live with. If you've done all the things that you know you can do, the result will be something you can live with. And so I would stress the process of the game and what you had to do and having fun in that game. And if you did that, then the result will be what you wanted it to be, win or lose. And so that is kind of the way I approach this. So don't worry about win or lose right now. Let's just worry about what do we look like as an offense? How do we execute? 
Let's execute every single play the way we know how. And let's have some damn fun and go win. And the win will be the result of all that. Yeah, you know, talking about that, you make me think of uh, last Sunday was the first time my eldest son, Robert, uh, ever got to go to a game. He and my wife. Oh, wow. Game. Yeah, he yeah. had a very good time. He's, yeah. He can be pretty serious. And when he was watching yeah. the game, yeah. he was, he was kind of giving a play-by-play to my wife. She, and she said, oh, the dance cam is on. And one of the breaks, she's like, do you want to dance and get up? And he's like, nope. He's very serious. So That's this awesome. Sunday, his little brother, Oliver, who's five years old, is coming to the game. Yeah. Oh, and wow. I bet you, Oliver, because I've sent you pictures, you guys. Yeah, uh, yeah. I bet you when the dance cam comes on, he's going to be going bananas. If we do see the Rock Boys <laughs> bust out their, um, their celebration, yeah. he's going to yeah. be right there with them. He won't necessarily look like he's playing a guitar. It might, some folks might think he has some sort of condition. <laughs> um, but he's going to have a good time, and he's going to love it as long as the Texans yeah. are having a good time and loving it. So yeah. I'm fascinated to see what he does. Uh, this Sunday in the state. That's really cool, man. I hope That's there are really some cool. fun times for him because. Dude, I know for you, I know you're working during the game and, uh, but that's gotta be really cool for your wife to be able to experience that with, with them. I mean, that's, that's, uh, that's really cool. I know my wife had that opportunity my daughter, um, you know, my son who I've talked about a lot, the game's too sensory. There's it's too loud. It's just not, not his sort of thing. So he watches sometimes from home, but my daughter gets so into the game and so she's kind of like Robert she gets so into the game you know she's just like why'd they do that what's this why why did they why did Sean do that what did you know she just is so all about the game um which is so much there's so many things to watch at one of our games like you said dance camp cheerleaders you know when you come up on the big board you know with a giveaway or something there's so much to watch and yet she just is like let's watch the game what's going on with the game so uh, but that's really cool, man. I'm I'm glad that Ollie's getting to go to the game this week. Yep, it's gonna be a fun time. And then Marie is gonna get my Robert's twin sister. She's gonna go huh. the next game after that, whenever that one is. So should be that's fun. Awesome. I think it's Packers in late October. So yes, yes. All right, it's a new era of Houston Texans football. It's starting on Sunday, and I hope it's a fun one. So till then, John, take care. This has been in the lab.